You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. No, that's for okay. that's for playback. Yeah. Like you, you want that down? Yeah, yeah, it's off right now. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um. Oh man, freak! I don't know what how we're gonna do. I'm so rusty on this. All right, we'll see. We'll see how we do this. We're not rusty at conversing with each other. Yeah. Oh, ahuga. Oh yeah, I got a drink. There you go. All right. So, so I don't know, I don't know if which which is more rare at this point, Joe, an Ant's podcast or the third verse of Gray Street. Oh, it's now. Yeah, that's a good point. Now that's because we are back. <laughs> we are back after after two years hiding out. We're we're back. I checked. Our last podcast was like July twenty nineteen. 2019. It's hard to remember all the way back then. Yeah, if you're listening, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for coming back. Um, This is always, I mean, we have, this is episode 106, actually. I I went back and looked. So uh, we've always kind of ebbed and flowed with the tour, without the tour, this and that. We get on our runs. Um, I don't even think this is the longest hiatus in those 106 episodes. And yet it feels, it sure feels like it. I know, it isn't was. that weird? Yeah, because we did have a period where we we paused the uh, the podcast and then we brought it back and everybody was big fans of it. And uh, I will say the, the first thing I hear normally when I'm when I'm when I'm talking with somebody or out at a show is when are you doing the podcast again? When are you gonna do it again? What's what's going on? And um, what's the second thing you hear? Um, where's Matt? Is Matt is Matt at the show? <laughs> where's where's Matt? And I don't know. I don't know if those two things are related at all. I don't I don't know uh, or not. But. Um, that's usually the questions I get, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it hasn't been a ton. wasn't a ton going on over 2020. I mean, let's DMB ton. Let's say there's not wasn't a lot going on right. DMB wise, um, and uh, just you know, figured now is that now there is a lot of things happening, so it's probably a good time yeah. to jump up on a pod and uh, get caught yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Joe and I were actually on the phone yesterday, just talking about stuff related to the site and then stuff unrelated to the site, just BSing. And I think it was almost two hours later. We're like, you know what? Let's are you, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to do a pod? So he's getting it together. So I got Joe two days in a row, which I think is the real achievement here. And I think there should be a stub for that. Yeah, two days in a row, you're able to get a hold of me. No, it's awesome. And you're doing this like early in the morning. I don't even know what time it is where you're at right now. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. But yeah, we have to deal with that too. We have to deal with the, the yeah. three-hour difference. That's okay. The technology and has been well, you know, polished and it's... The WebEx and Zoom and everything is all old hat now. I mean, we we can throw Skype out the window. Those are the old school days. Now we're remember when we now did, we're official. Remember when we used that yeah. thing called Skype? Well, even Skype. though it's even though it's early, um, it's like eleven o'clock where I'm at. Um, it is a little bit of a tradition on our podcast to enjoy a drink with it. And I was like, for old time's sake, for just because it's been you know reminiscing of podcasts podcasts of the past, I'm gonna have a drink. And so I have a beer with me. I'm going to drink early, Ooh. early morning. Yeah, it's gonna. This is like the first liquid I think I'm going to have of the uh, of the day. Um, it's a <laughs> New Glarus Brewing Spotted Cow. For those that have gone to Alpine, probably um, enjoyed this weather. But here we go. All right, there we oh, go. Oh, that's nice. Now, if if anybody out there is a listener to uh, the Victory the Podcast, which is an entourage <sighs> television show podcast with the some of the cast members, um, they call that an Irish cricket, Joe. The sound of a of a can of beer opening an Irish cricket. I like that. <laughs> so so that came through pretty good. Thank you for that. I'm I'm decidedly less exciting. I'm I'm enjoying my second cup of coffee. 
Maybe because, that, you know, maybe there was yeah. a lot of Irish cr- cr- uh, crickets outside last night. And uh, there that were a few. It's, it, it was uh, it wasn't so uh, fleeting though. It was uh, some of the heavier beers, right? We had a couple friends over who are into the super special craft beers, you know, and yeah. that usually means barrel age. That usually means double digit alcohol, and I can't, I can't put those back like I used to either. Ten percenters, give me some ten percent yeah, beer. Yeah, two years since. Uh, since our last pod and i'm two years older i'm about wiser but yes okay so tons tons to talk about um we're gonna try to i don't know our version of rapid fire on this i mean we've never been shy about having a long podcast so but you know joe needs to get out and mow the lawn and tend to all of his neighbor bob vila fixer upper moments i don't know about so, that but it definitely feels weird i get the cobwebs out get these po- podcast cobwebs out see how see how see if roll this, those uh, shoulders yeah yeah rolling out yeah. Let's see if uh, it's like riding a bike again let's get on it yeah so before the pandemic so we obviously the, the band had a uh, summer tour planned for 2020 didn't happen mm-hmm. but they did sneak some shows in both dave and tim and the full band mm-hmm. um so dave and tim they did the uh uh, I can never remember Playa. It's not Playa del Carmen. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Quintara Rue, they were down there again in Mexico, and they played, what, three nights on the beach, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's You know, it's becoming, a, you know, the standard, and you get a good amount of music, you know, like no repeats over the nights, um, breaking out, like, songs like Dodo and stuff that have happened. Um, it, you get some good music. Now, it's Dave and Tim. And I've never been, um, and it's you know it's not necessary for for me. Um, I'd rather to Mexico, s- you mean, or Dave and Tim? The, to the Mexico, Dave and Tim. Uh, I've, I have okay. not done. Um, just I have a personal preference. I'd rather spend the two thousand, three thousand dollars and right get a get a few get a few other shows in. But if you're into a, if you want some sun, some vacation, hang out with a lot of people with the same kind of mindset and, and enjoy the same things. Get three shows of probably a lot of good music that. No repeats and some maybe some rare stuff. Um, usually some guests kind of show up too. Um, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat, um, and that might be might be the the right thing. What's crazy? I'm gonna you know jumping around, but um, they've already they've already announced uh, next year's 2022, and it sold out like freaking the first day it was available, the first weekend. Which I I mean. Though this event can fit a lot of people, one, um, and then it sold out. And the second thing is, is some of the, the full sellout. Some of these tickets, some of the uh, packages they have are nine thousand dollars a person. Is is one Oof. of the is one of the packages, um, and it's like an eight person or ten person like suite at nine thousand a person. I'm like, dang, nine thousand per. Per person, not for the suite for everyways. <laughs> per person. I was gonna say you split that up. It's like, yeah, hey, you know, whatever. But, no, ooh. no, you know, it's like that's five like a hundred thousand dollar. Yeah, package. I know. Oh my goodness. And they sold out of all of them, you know. And I think the cheapest one is like twelve hundred a person, maybe. I don't know, but I mean, it goes all the way up to nine thousand a person, and they sold it out, which is pretty impressive. Um, now, if they do day, if they do full band out there, you know. Uh, I might consider it not the nine thousand a person one, by the way. But uh, you know, if they did the full, if they did full band three nights, you know, like that, I might get I might give it a little bit more consideration. But that's just me personally. I, everybody that's been comes back like freaking loving it and 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 signs up for another year. So they're doing something right uh, that people keep signing up to do it each time. Um, I think it's cool because you you've seen the band in the band meaning Dave Matthews and surrounding satellites more or less. Yep. <clears throat> try to grow their grow their fan base in non 
con uh, contiguous 48 states, right? Whether yep. that's in Europe, uh, Australia. Mm -hmm. And it, it, just what you told me, it sounds like they're on the upswing in Mexico with the Dave and Tim thing. Now, how many of those are nationals and how many of those are people? Zero. Traveling I, mean, I think there? zero are nationals. I think they're all traveling well, people. I mean, I guess you could say it's, it's strictly like a destination. Like they could play in the Caribbean, but it has nothing to do with the Caribbean fan base. And it's just a yeah. place for Americans exactly. to get to a beach, maybe. Exactly. Yep. You think, I mean... Yeah, okay. it's not. It's, it's not. I mean, they, oops. They'll play. They'd have, they'd play like a Mexico City, which they did do. Um, yeah. You know, end of end of 2019. Um, yeah. It's hard to remember, but that was like one of the final things the band did. Um, you know, 2019, they did a bunch of uh, South America and in uh, yep. Mexico yep. shows. And it's funny you don't think about it at the time. You had no, no. idea at the time. Like, no. it just kind of was just. But they're pretty. I mean, that's pretty lucky for them because, unlike if you're an Australia fan. They were set to go visit you in April, and guess what? That got canceled, and so now it's like, you know, like, what year was the last uh, Australia? And now it's going to be forever. Right? So, you know, South America got really lucky. They got it in before the pandemic, and who knows when they'll be back. And poor Australia is being like, ah, we missed out. And right now, you know, not, I haven't heard any rumors about them trying to get back. And obviously, <laughs> international travel is uh, a little well, tight. That, right? And I think it, Australians' restrictions right now are uh, some of the tightest. Yeah, so right, exactly. There's no, yeah. Lockdown. So yep. yep, they're not gonna they're poor, not gonna push that. Poor Australia, but yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy about the the um the Dave and Tim Mexico selling. I just found, I found that pretty interesting, especially at those prices. Um, in kind of a sidebar, not not anything to do with the scheduling or the tours of the fan base or whatever. Dave and Tim, they, it's funny we've taken it for granted for all these years. One of the most popular I remember when I was in high school that Live at Luther College album was massive. Mm -hmm. It was just imagine uh being in school and I'm not a high schooler clearly, but I can imagine that a two-man acoustic guitar duo mm -hmm. would certainly not get a lot of traction in modern American high schools yeah. right now. Yeah, no. Uh, and obviously musical taste changed and all of that, but this was a big deal for for at least where I went to school in upstate New York. Um, and so I, I think Dave and Tim is just has always been this magical thing. I think it's rare enough and infrequent enough where it maintains its special uh, – occasion mm -hmm. no matter when it is or where it is mm -hmm. and on on the setlist side of things you're right you get to hear these songs that it's wonderful that you can hear a different catalog almost mm -hmm. but it also is maddening because it's like bring some of those things over here <laughs> like clearly you haven't forgotten about them is right. the point right? yeah exactly they're, they're top of mind and two of you can now play two of you can play it so come on convince a couple other people carter right. and stefan right. to, to, mean, to play it too what was it 2018 we were really hitting them up about dodo right oh, we were pushing pushing we got free the dodo the gorge like free dodo and uh alpine and yeah. although that remains up for debate by some less blessed with hearing people yes and normally that includes myself but i heard it man <laughs> uh that was a fun time so maybe you know band's still going maybe there's still a chance i know free hey, dodo here, here's another just a little controversial thing though i'll say is uh, you know how i mentioned like hey dave and tim probably wouldn't travel and spend that money for dave and tim. this is me personally other people feel differently and i love listening to dave and tim i think that's like great like car listening music um yes you know um but doesn't maybe not for me for a live show just doesn't get it quite the same as like a full band live show and the lights and the performance um so i pick full band over that but here's the controversial part that i'll say is i might i would be, might be interested more in dave solo than Dave Tim, and I and I think that's probably controversial, but I really like 
Dave solo tours. There's something else where he can't rely on Tim, and you get so many songs because they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna be played out right. You're not gonna have Tim's parts in there or you know jammed any kind of jammed out parts. Which you know I love that part about Dave and Tim. That's why it's so good for listening. So nothing against that. But live show wise. I would probably choose Dave solo over Dave and Tim just because it's all him, pure Dave, can't fall back on anything. He's actually got to play, you know, some of the parts that Tim plays, which I I I, I kind of like when he does. So there have been 284 uh, Dave Matthews solo shows. Look how you pull that up. You just know that off the top of your head. 260. Yeah, actually. <laughs> no, 266 Dave and Tim shows because because I was going to say my initial act was my initial thought was well there've been plenty more Dave and Tim shows Dave Matthews solo shows are much more rare. Mm-hmm. I obviously by that that's not the case. However, I would say a bunch of those are probably radio one-off kind of things and not right. really a tour and or a set. Right. Um yeah, that, that then, we would normally think... consider. Yeah, the number of like Dave solo shows that pass like ten songs, um, not a ton of those shows, and that's why I find those kind of like special right. and unique. If you can get to a Dave solo show, though, actually it's a full set, not just a couple song performance. Um, I mean, I I freaking I love those. I've been able interesting. To catch, yeah, so and you've you've not been. I I have seen Dave solo for a full set, um, and I I I'm in love with them, and so that's why what, I would say. Can I con- ask what that was? Do you remember? Yeah, it was. Um, it was um, a Cleveland show. Um, it would have been in like 2018 or something, um, or, or 2017. It would have been an election year because it was supporting like uh, Dennis Kucinich or somebody um, in oh, Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Kucinich, sure. Yeah. Um, and so it was a it was. A and you have like, not seen Dave and Friends, have you? I did see Dave and Friends. No, I've seen Dave and Friends. Oh, you did? Those are I fun. I thought I had that over you. No, no. Thing. No. I, I think the <laughs> no, one that... get real, man. Come on. No. There's no way. <laughs> I'd go out of my way not to let you have one over on top of me. I uh, know. I, I know you would. I know. Yeah, I just got s- the one Dave and Tim. I okay. uh, I put it up on the hub yesterday because I was feeling it for whatever reason. Okay. Um, The Radio City show from 2003, mm. which was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, And I caught them... I think they were back-to-back shows. Maybe not. The Dave and Friends, um, I caught them in Boston. And then I caught them in Rochester in 2003. Okay. Which was the initial Dave and Friends tour. Yeah, we went to supported. that show together. You would just ask me if we went to Dave and Friends. If I've ever seen Dave and Friends. We went to that <laughs> show Boston together. Rochester. Rochester. Don't, wait, yeah. Oh, man. And our, and our old ad, our old admin, um, Mike Mono. Um, oh, Mike Manichi. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 he Momo. Hosted, yeah, Momo. He, uh, he hosted us. Um, That's right. Yep. Joe, that was 18, almost 18 years ago. Oh my god! I just died a little bit inside. I know. Oh, I gosh. know. Makes me feel so old. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, let's not I talk know. about that. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I, those started with Dave and Tim sets, by the way. Oh, uh, yes. Shows. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yes, the first part. I, I liked that. Yeah, we got. I think we got sweet oh, up and down. Da- sweet awesome. up and down. Sweet up and down. Dave and friends at that Rochester show, right? At least yep. that's my memory. Was like yes. one of the biggest takeaways. Um, yep. And then they did the everyday bathtub gin everyday. Dave and Trey back and forth in the encore, which is, yeah, man, I feel like we got so spoiled around that that some devil, it's like, okay, Dave's solo album news, people were crapping their pants. Like, what does this mean for Mm, the band? mm -hmm. We're just around the corner on the whole Lily White everyday debacle, right? Right, where people, things are tense, you're like, what's going on with this band? Dave's solo, oh no. And then it ends up being, at least 
it, it was one of those rare albums where I love it now yeah. and I loved it to begin with. A lot of times albums that I love, I have to grow into yeah. or they have to grow into me. Uh, not some devil, man. That was, came out of nowhere. I loved it. That song is it. that that album has some of the best staying power of any of the albums. It's right up there. I agree. And um, and that it, it wasn't like what's the right kind of term? Like it wasn't like black sheeped, you know, that album like that. That for the most part, the band full band has embraced um, a bunch of those songs. Now there's some we wish that we, we wish they would do some more of them. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, at least it hasn't. It wasn't just like no, that's like a whole separate thing, and we're not going to blend that with DMV at all. Right. I mean, the so damn lucky full band. I, I love it. Oh yeah, I love and it. It's, and it's become a it's another song for this year. They've been uh, they've been breaking it out, yep. uh, which we'll get into yep. here. The tour. So, so. you uh, you said um, some very nice things on the phone yesterday, but one of the things you said is one of your highlights of last year was catching them in their final shows prior oh. to the unplanned break at that time oh yeah the february ones because i was set to go yeah i was set to go to australia um and you know they announced the vegas and innings fest and i'm like am i really gonna go to go to vegas and in a festival of all things you know um especially had you been up, to arizona prior i hadn't actually that was one of that's probably one of the, that might be the reason i decided yeah. to that might be the reason i decided to do it and oh my goodness um was is I'm so grateful because we didn't know quite how much the world would get turned on its on its tail, and so mm-hmm. that whole the whole COVID year. I mean, this past year, I was like so grateful for you making the decision to go to those shows. I would have regretted it been been so close, and if I didn't pull the trigger, I just would have kind of been beating myself up the entire time. So I was so happy that um, to adding those shows, I'm grateful to have got, been able to get to them, but. Um, you know, and it was set to, they were starting to warm us up. They were playing some pretty cool songs and they were breaking out things they hadn't played in a while. And uh, yeah. I was, it was, people were getting pretty I'm looking pretty at, I'm looking up. at the, the Chelsea show at the Cosmo, at the Cosmo. And I'm seeing yeah. like, you know, well, it's weird. I think um, some of the songs that were sprinkled in last night, which was um, yeah. West Palm Beach night too. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. and I see that it was last played. Oh, not that long ago. And so, like, Stolen Away surprised me, but, yeah, they snuck that in in Vegas. Oh, The Riff. Oh, okay, they played it in Vegas. Yeah. Um, And, and of course, my favorite there would have been Beach Ball. Like, that that song's criminally underplayed. And I will go on the record and saying, given almost 10 years of hindsight, I really, really, really like Away From The World. Uh, I'm sorry, Big Whiskey. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And everything, a lot that bore out of that album. I know... Some of the songs, you know, wear thin. I know that Shake Me Live isn't what it is on the album. Right. Um, but, um, you know, the that whole album, I really, it's got a different vibe. It's got an energetic vibe. It still has a, a this band is taking the studio process seriously vibe, which I know this is a weird yeah. box to tick. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I've gone into my love for their studio efforts, you know, various and my feelings on that. Yep. And when they miss. And I feel like Big Whiskey, they hit. I, I yeah. really... And then they had that that bonus, Little Red Bird. I mean, yeah. that little thing's so cute. That's one of the sweetest songs I think he's ever written. And um, I think, I think the album is underrated in its current form, in its current Pro- state produce, and community. Producers make a big producers make a big difference. I think that's what uh, if we look at you know we have this catalog, this uh, of, of of albums from the band now, and you look at the producer trends of them. Um, 
producers make a difference. And uh, I think we, you know, you can. They hit something with Cavallo and down there in New Orleans. And Mm -hmm. And then you look at, you know, you look at some of the Cavallo songs that he got involved with in the last album. And those are ones that fans are really enjoy. They pick out those the best. And um, what album is that? Away from the world. The last album? Yeah. You said the last album. Yeah. What did I say? You said away from the world. And that's kind of what I've done with that with Come Tomorrow also, but oh, I expected right. you to it's actually give me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fairly that's fairly embarrassing. Um I, to do that. I did that. I mean, that um, would have been the joke I would have made. But yeah, you right? just did it for real. No. From, no one even talks to me. Away from the world, I just got got put in a box. Um I don't know why I said that. I was saying that Come And tomorrow. yet and yet Broken Things is one of the best songs that they've they've right. written in a long, you know, the last ten years. I think. Right. Right. It's, and uh, I think I said, I'm sorry, I said 10 years referencing the Away From The World album release year, and what I meant was 2009 for Big Whiskey. Well, isn't that crazy? We're like, I blame COVID. <sighs> we're all, we're all, we've lost track of time, and we're blending things together now. Well, uh, yeah, and we talk about our tour experiences, and we think back to the decade that we went. Yep. And now we're in, I'm in my third decade. I just missed um, the 90s. I saw my first show in Buffalo 2000. Yeah. But But... Should I go to a show this year? And for you too, Joe, this will be, well, you're done now. This <laughs> yeah. is your third decade of seeing Dave Matthews. Back. Okay, why is this podcast just about feeling old? What, what is this podcast about? All right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. You're looking good, by the way, though. You're Thanks. looking very smooth. That, so that, are you. That anti-aging cream you're wearing, you're putting on is, is working. <laughs> <laughs> is the hair still good? The hair is still good. This, yeah, hair is like, always good. For those those that don't know, Matt has developed a very manly beard. Uh, I could never <laughs> make as such a manly beard uh, as what you're rocking right now. Thank you. Yeah, I I think if uh, if beards could come through on the microphone, you're probably hearing the effects of it. I think it's very prominent. Oh, oh yeah, I can hear it. I can hear a yeah, little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. No, but here's what I'd say, I'd take away. You know, we talked about the last couple of shows before the brand, you know, the break um, and pause in the COVID um, was, you know, Vegas and and um, Arizona. I talked about how grateful. Here's how I think that's changed what I how I view things, and then I think everybody else is at this point. You now have to grab a show, the first show you can get. Um, you know, if you can get to a show, gotta go because you never know what could change down the road. And um, and so I think a lot of people have that mindset. Yeah, I did that related to this the beginning of this this tour. Um, able to get to a show, able to get to rally, have to grab it or go to the first one that you can travel and get to um, because you never know. It could it could pause the the, the tour could pause um, and 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 not rejoin. And there's you know there's rumors out there that. Um, um, you know, if, if uh, the insurers for the tour, the tour insurer, um, if uh, if somebody in the band or crew tests positive um, for the virus that they're required to shut down for 14 days. Um, oh, boy. And so, um, again, you never know when that could happen. It would suck if it comes when you're waiting for your show. And so my, my take is get to a show before you can because um, you never know um, what could happen. Uh, well, that's, in, in the- you know, doubly complex because of travel arrangements and hotels and you know, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, Dave's voice going, we've seen that a few times mm-hmm. over the years and it's just yeah. a mess. It's a mess for, for, for all involved. And yep. let's hope this doesn't, this doesn't happen. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, Joe, but thanks for terrifying me all over again. Well, no, I'm not trying to terrify anybody. No, I know just, you're right. Well, I'm trying to motivate people you're to, right. you know, don't, don't, don't uh, rest on your laurels, get out to, and, uh, 
grab a show if you can. You're right. Yeah. So, um, so now that we've, we've talked about up until the pandemic and the pandemic response, uh, and then obviously the summer 2020 tour got canceled. I don't know if we want to talk about that too much because that's pretty miserable. But in all of that, of course, the rumor mill gets going, right? Yep. And so it's, I saw and via the hub and everything else, the very frequently most discussed topic in the thread was question mark, new album, new album. <laughs> and we've got new songs. Dave did some, uh, they did some zoom from home or whatever you want to call it. Little mm -hmm. mini, mini shows over the course of 2020. Yep. So I think it's, it's provided quite a bit of board fodder for, um, for discussion and, and debate. So what, what, are, what is the latest on, is there an album? I mean, what away from the world to come tomorrow was like six years. Yep. And then end up being a bunch of songs from 2006 and a YouTube video mixed together. But mm -hmm. uh, maybe this year we get a full band album. And uh, yeah, what's I, 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 you know, isn't that the, we have like this uh, post traumatic, you know, syndrome of like yeah. how of albums past of, you know, we, we hear all these rumors, we get some new music, they're touring and you're like, yes, there's going to be an album. And then a year, two years, three years goes yes. by and you don't get it. And Oh my goodness! It's it's almost. I feel like I'm. I, I I have to like check my excitement. I'm excited that you know they're clearly um, the band has been recording music in the studio. So we got we got a couple songs that came out like you said, singing from the windows and the ocean and the butterfly come out during the course of 2020 during um, during the the streams that uh, you know Dave was doing a lot of charity streams uh, over the course of uh, over 2020. Mm -hmm. So we get to hear these songs and we get little tidbits about the about them working in an album and what we know is you know dave as he normally does this is not anything surprising just constantly plays around in the studio they got their own studio so you can spend whatever time as he wants in there just kind of messing around recording things um and um and and, and it kind of developed um you know they're kind of picking days playing some songs with um rob evans who's like a longtime dmb um engineer he's like engineering yep. on all their albums but he does he's got some producer credits and come tomorrow i believe and um, he's got, you know, just does a ton with the band, but he just sets up mics. Anytime Dave, he does Dave in the studio, Rob just hangs out there and sets up mics to capture things in case something good happens. I think and, you have to do that, right? It's probably uh, an automation. He walks through the door and they turn on. <laughs> I, I would definitely do that. Just make your work a lot easier. Uh, mm -hmm. and so, um, but then Rob just is like, you know, urging Dave say, get Dave, come on, let's get Carter in the studio. This, that, this is great. He would love it. And Carter's just down the road from the studio. Um, or one of his houses, I think he's got, he's got a couple different houses, but one of his houses down the, down the road from the studio. So it's not that major of an ask. Um, and you know, they're kind of in rural, rural, rural Virginia anyway. Um, yeah. pretty safe, probably a pretty safe place. Um, and they just you know, kept urgent, urgent, urgent Dave to, to say, let's get, let's get Carter to listen to these and put these on him. And, um, it finally took, um, one song which is Walk Around the Moon, which is a new one. And if you've been able to catch any of the DMB shows um, or any of the, um, you know, maybe the serious streams, to, to that that song finally caused Dave to say, uh, Carter, come on in, uh, put on a mask, come on in the studio and uh, record some, record some, uh, record your version. And, and it developed from there to the point that they started bringing every member of the band in. And, you know, we can, you know, highlight, you know, they, we know they went, um, Everyone went into the studio, recorded their pieces. They did it all in a very safe way, you know, where they all did COVID testing and, you know. It feels organic, all... though, the way it's developed. Right. It wasn't forced like, hey, you know, we got to, we got to, 
RCA is making us put out an album. We got to hit our contract, right. and uh, you know, let's let's go through the archives and pick a bunch of pick a bunch of songs to uh, to to release. It was like, no, let's um, we're doodling around, and um, you know, let's start having everybody come in. And so we know there's a quite a bit of material that was in some way worked on, because um, we have a, like a screenshot. Thanks to um to Rockbridge Guitar and their silliness, and they did a little humorous <laughs> video. It make it makes you think so before the crowded streets, though, where we get this little this little you know kind of working list of stuff that's in the studio, and we and it's numbered up to twenty seven. We know there's twenty seven different things, and we can see some of the different numberings on there um, that in some way are being worked in the studio. Um, some some are existing songs like a dream so real, and some are. Um, new songs, new, 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 new working titles that we haven't heard before, like Monster or Stay Hungry and Heart, um, Young, um, 70s songs. So there's a bunch of, bunch of different stuff that is, that we know the band is working on, um, in the studio. And so, and we know the band has recorded some orchestra parts, had, had, um, the same, same, um, composer that's worked on past albums, you know, um, do some orchestra work. So instead, there's definitely a good amount of material, but here we are six shows into the tour and we got a peep of an official acknowledgement beyond Dave saying that they were in the studio. And so, you know, it's like, okay, we're in the studio, recorded some songs. We're just going to tease the heck out of you with that. Okay. How about a little, how about something more? When are we going to hear it? When are you going to release it? Or is it going to be this year? Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't I'm kind of, well, I, I hear. think we've learned, we've learned that, you know, until there's an official on the record company release calendar date, take yep. everything with a grain of salt in terms of speculation. I mean, what else do you have but speculation, but this, I mean, we, I can go back new album coming November, 2020 still haunts yeah. my dreams. <laughs> and then, and then, um, yeah. yeah. November, 2020. Uh, hello. Where's, where's the album? And I don't, so I don't mean I'm jumping all around, but do you think, you know, the record companies are like, we don't want you to release an album with the still kind of uncertainty out there that we don't know that you'll be able to like kind of tour and follow it up. Like, you know, like what, what movie theaters did, right? Movie theaters, they pause all their releases. We're not going to go put it out in the theater. Nobody can go to the theater. So all these all these movies that were developed in 2019 and were set to release, they all got shelved for a year, you know, hoping that people come out. Are they thinking that way with the album? Like they got an album, but they kind of want to see some certainty, um, you know, that we can get that life's going to be back to normal before they pick a date and release it versus releasing it. And then everything shuts down and then the album like doesn't get its play. Do you think that's part of it? It's a good thought. I mean, it's it sounds like a makes sense, right? It sounds like a likely thought. I'm still waiting on the Ghostbusters true sequel too, by the way. Speaking okay. of speaking of okay. movies, yeah, yeah, this, this fall can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so I don't know. We we don't have anything. We don't have. We, it's like we were talking about it, you know, and talking that we recorded, but no one's talking about what does this mean for an album and where we're gonna get something. I'm I'm okay with very little hype buildup at this point. I know, right? I'm okay with it. Keep I'm okay. The expectations I mean, they, low. Yeah. Yes. Please do. Please do. Uh, I want to be pleasantly surprised. And, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic, right? I, I like not, not to belabor it, not to, not to pick on, I, I feel like come tomorrow was a low point in terms of the studio catalog. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's next. Um, and so, you know, listening to the, the three new song, the new quote unquote new, some varying levels of new, the windows is, you know, Dave's, Dave's little specials kind of broke free, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm encouraged. I mean, they don't they don't sound like they're just doodling and and trying to make something out of thin paper. 
either. Right. They're they're actually songs. Um, yeah, they're not just uh, jams that we're gonna stretch into a song. They're, they're right. actually songs. Right. Yeah. So uh, some promising news uh, on the, so on the six, song front. Six shows into the tour now. The tour yeah. is actually happening. Yes, it's you, you can <laughs> pinch yourself. It's actually happening for and, the moment. Um, Still you, grab I a show. You telling me, Joe? It, describe to me uh, and for the for the audience how you were talking about the energy and the excitement. And it's not even a. It's not. It's not a. Uh, I think we referenced DMV family with it, right? But mm. but the the attitude of it's the more, of the show going th- crowd right now. I think what we normally say is. Um, uh, the phone book, you know, it's kind of like the phone book feeling, right. which is, you That's know, the, the joke, ba- the band can get up on the stage and start singing the phone book and everyone will be super, 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 super happy with it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think with sometimes we, 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 we definitely uh, um, criticize that approach because I think you kind of have to have an opinion on some things um, and it can't take everything for granted. But um, I can tell you for the for the beginning of this, for the beginning of this tour. Everybody gives is a phone book fan, fan. I would say everybody <laughs> is like the mood is just like I don't care what they're gonna play. They can play a thirty minute Jimmy um, with the same parts over and over again, and I won't even go to the bathroom. I'm gonna sit here and and soak it all in. Um, I don't care, you know. So everyone, just the energy, just the the, the excitement, like. Everyone in a good mood, nothing to complain about. Like you can't get a zero complaint. At least as you know, when the tour, for, tour first started, you couldn't get a complaint from anybody. Uh, I think we're all just very grateful to that. Uh, we even even have shows to go to, uh, but it's it's quite a different experience than maybe you know shows of past. Um, just because how excited people are, and and they, it didn't matter what the band was going to do, people were going to be happy. Well, that's awesome. I mean, the on, the online reaction, the couch tour, so to speak, is mm-hmm. you know, is a, about as as predictable as you'd expect. But given the set list so far, I think there's been lots of highs and some some dips too. The way people have taken certain shows, but um, the general feel is that right now uh, the uh, Alpharetta or the Atlanta, what do you want to call it, show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it seems like West Palm Beach night too. Uh, get a lot of get a lot of um, praise. I think Charlotte also got an awful lot of um, praise as well. Uh, when you when you shake it down from the Ants review side of things, um, mm-hmm. the night one of West Palm Beach is by far the bottom, which also saw Jimmy thing come back and sexy mm-hmm. MF and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, its current uh, rating is three point three two, and usually that number will come up. Uh, and, and and what's considered generally, at least from the online vibe, as a suboptimal show, will still usually end up landing in like the very high threes, you know, overall. But this thing's still sitting at three point three with a show flow of nineteen uh, percent, which is objectively low. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you take last night's show, night two, and it's four four five with a show flow of forty seven percent, which is way higher, a very positive mm-hmm. outcome. But that um, the highest right now, believe it or not, Joe, rated. Yeah. From a rating standpoint, a five pie point scale is Tampa. Huh? Tampa's the highest. I wonder. I'm just gonna look at that because uh, that's that's yeah. pretty surprising. I mean, you have um, JTR. There were a lot of. It's it's. I'd say the set is is a little more uneven, but yeah. you've got you know Billy's and Raven and Seek up to open up. So right, you've got a lot of favorites. You got the Riff and JTR showing back up. Jane, typical, right? Um, mm-hmm. If only showed up again, then you get Nancy's Warehouse. It's it's it has, overall a very good show, but 
it had six universally loved songs like that, and you were yes. like, you know, put that or at a hundred percent, you know, people giving thumbs yep. up to. Um, and I just, I think that those six with nearly a hundred percent, like everybody loved, just pulls that, um, pulls that but show it's, north. It's funny. It is the highest rated show and the mm-hmm. third highest show flow show, which is okay. I always love to see that. So when you break it down as the songs flow into each other, it's actually yeah. number three on the list. So that's who's, very, who's I, the who's I, the, know, the who's the highest on show flow? Show flow is West Palm Beach night two at forty seven. Okay. A close second is Atlanta at forty six. So you've kind of got and, and night, one and night two, two right just there. happened, so you know maybe <clears> that'll 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 level out. I, I figure that's Atlanta true. I figure Atlanta would be high. But I but I what I, what I think is really interesting and you know you're not gonna be able to know this right off the top of your head, but for Raleigh um, there's z- nothing go dips below the zero line, the negative line for the whole show. And I don't know if that's really ever happened where you have a yeah, whole do show. Do you remember is actually a hair below. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, I mean, 0.08 negative. Oh, very slight. All right, I'm going to go in there. Bayou I'm going to go in there. Kiss and, that. And, and that's what, you're going to inflate it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, guess, I want to... can guess where my arrow went. Don't, oh darn it! We just cancel each other out. Uh, uh, no, I, I just, I, I, that's pretty impressive to have nothing, like pretty yes. essentially nothing under the line of zero. And now again, I think that leads to the, like the first show. Just thankful to have it back. We'll listen to anything, True. and maybe some of our taste is starting to come back. I there think is probably. energy, but you can yeah. also look at the the ants and not at the show. And yeah. I would say the people, the couch tour are probably not to put this on the couch tour, but people not there, maybe more. Maybe more objective. I don't even know if that's fair. They right. are subjectively more picky. I think that's probably true, right? And yeah. even even when you look at the line of people, their votes who weren't at the show, it's almost right up there with everybody else. Pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah. Normally it, it drags it drags it down the overall. Right. That's why we that's why we break it out because we want to we want to yep. see what people attend and those that didn't. You know, I think what helps it be very in line is hey, it was a live stream, which by the way, Sirius is doing. You know, the live streams every Friday for the concert shows, and that was great. I think it was the first show back, and people were able to tune into Sirius and hear the first one and stream. And so, for the most part, people could hear the performances and be able to rate for um, rate pretty similar. You know, obviously they didn't get the video part, which the you know the in person people you know might be a little rate some things a little bit higher because of that. But they stayed in line, and the fact that you know pretty much nothing was below the line. Is um is is pretty pretty awesome for a show, I would say. So I, I, people are people are excited. Like, but one of the things I w- I'd call out from that show that is becoming a staple here for the, the tour. Um, I, I'm a staple. I don't know if that's the right word, but definitely gonna something that, that seems big is um is uh two things. I'll, I'll save the second one, which everyone probably knows, um, which is the I think the bigger. I'm gonna start with the second one, which is sweet, sweet. You know, which we kind of previewed potentially could see a lot of play because of the uh, Dave's recent um investment and 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 a lot of time with the ukulele the uke you know the uke um sweet has like a new outro to it that is really cool it's uh it's tim and buddy and it just it sounds like a a whole nother song like you could just break out the first part of sweet and dave and then pull it in the second part with the full the the, whole the band and 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 buddy and and tim it is awesome. I think it's really cool. I, I enjoy it. If you, if you haven't heard it, check out one of the check out one of the shows. Download them on the website or stream it from the DMB Hub app and check it out yourself because it is an awesome, awesome new kind of addition to the tour. So that's that's the um, that's one of the major takeaways. The other one I think is probably pretty big deal. Which you teased at the at the start of the podcast 
Gray Street third verse. Oh my goodness! That's been one of the most inexplicable things, like uh, frustrating. Yeah. Dave, almost to the point where you wonder if he's screwing with you. But right. why? I mean, it is. Would you agree? It's probably their most consequential post two thousand song. You know that they've that they've written. It's it's their most important. It's the biggest. It's oh yeah. It is classic DMB and you know all the way. Yep. Um, and then they just what was it? They played it for like the Tonight Show or something, mm-hmm. and dropped the third verse, and it stayed dropped. Like, uh, what? What? No, it was yeah, good. Yeah, and that was you know that's how it, it lived like that for the better part of twenty years, right? When was the last time the third verse got played? Right, exactly. It wasn't and, long after the album. Right, and 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 so fans just couldn't get it because it's the perfect build up to that song. It's the perfect. It is. It's the, it's the emotional payoff of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to get you know a couple couple verses, get to the chorus. A couple more verses, get to the chorus, and then you get to the the full third verse that builds up, and then you get to the chorus. Yep. Ah, it's uh, what makes it what makes it so good, and it just didn't make any sense why yeah. it was it was gone. And fans yeah. it, were, were it doesn't make any it. sense. So, something like last stop, incredibly difficult song to play. The timing where Carter holds two different rhythms as they build up right before they drop it down and go into the the reprise the reprise that's at least technically super super difficult and different band members and this and that and the hardness on dave's voice they don't play it enough to to make it second nature now they're not touring in support of btcs yeah but great you're right gray street third verse is not a there's no there's no reason why the second verse is played and the third verse isn't right yeah it's like oh well we don't really have a violin anymore so we can't we can't really do it. it's like there's no yeah there was zero good excuse so so I mean, it shows up in the third slot of of the set, which should have been a. It's like Gray Street third slot. What the heck should have been a should have been a clue, um, and then oh uh, yeah, they, they drop it and it's stuck around. It has not been a one time thing. They they keep in the good. third verse. Yeah, yeah. So now was this like um, the crowd singing along with Crush, where they play, where they sing along to the radio version and they're surprised when the the band doesn't go there? Was there a little bit of surprise when that? Because you were at the opening. Oh, show. is that a I show? Know this is a shock to everybody listening out there. <laughs> but Joe was there. I was there. I mean, so of the people, um, you know, around me, like I think everybody was on their toes. Would he do the third verse? Because you know he had done it over a webcast uh, for 2020, and it wasn't the exact right way to do it, but he did do it. Um, and so everyone was like, he's gonna do it. we're gonna get a full band third verse, we're gonna get a third band full verse. And so you get to that second verse and you're waiting to hear what the lyrics are and oh. if he's gonna cut it. And he does, and everyone now you haven't gotten the third verse at this point, but you know he didn't do he didn't do he didn't, you know, do that extra extra line that normally goes into the chorus of the second right. verse. And so you're like, he didn't he didn't say it. All right, now you're going through it, you're going through it, and it's like are we gonna get it? And then you get the third verse, and then people cheered, and people were super excited. Um, you know, did you get me excited? I always, I was great. That's, I I'm, was so good. I was not expecting to be super fired up, but you know, as as we all age, and you know, the band becomes, and the music becomes different than it did five, ten years ago to you personally or whatever. Um, but I've told myself I'll 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 stop caring. When the goosebumps go away, and yet I'll, then right. I'll have a, a song will come on, and I and I think that I think whatever it, it's fine. I I love the band, I love the music, but I'm just not as crazy anymore. Yep. And then I get the freaking goosebumps. I'm like, wait a minute, there's no Where'd other. Where'd that come from? 
There's yeah, no song they... for any other band that I play that comes up on the speakers and and does this. Uh, it's it's yep. weird. And so you just got me going again, Joe. Yes, good. Weepy, All right. Eyes. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean the goosebumps, man, is a great way to put it. The moment you lose, you stop getting goosebumps. Is is time to to move on and find the next thing to give you goosebumps. And I. You know, again, it had a year off and it's super emotional for everybody, you know, uh, just to see the band again and to, to be able to do that, especially the DMB fans or concert fans in general, just be able to go to a concert. Like the one thing like, you, you know, this pandemic really affected was people that enjoyed seeing live music and not being able to mm-hmm. do that. And uh, and let alone your, your favorite band um, or one of your top bands. And um, I definitely set a record uh, for Goosebumps uh, on the tour opener. Oh, I got awesome. I got. Um, Leg goosebumps on the feet. I feel like that one. I feel like hands as you can get. You can my territory here. (laughs) (laughs) But when you get when you get goosebumps on your legs, I was like, all right, that's that's a full body goosebump. Um, Well, usually I only you only get them when you shave, right? But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, only when you help. Yes, when you're doing my my back. Don't want to nick that tight that 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 skin behind your kneecap, Joe. You got to be careful there. Yeah, yeah. Slow down. Slow down. Uh, (laughs) Give me a moment. Give me a moment. Um, so yeah, uh, Great Street definitely did it. I'm mean, 41 opener, and um, you know, um, you know, and so far, I mean, I'm hoping you know people are getting goosebumps on all the subsequent shows too. Um, I've only yep. I've only been able to catch um, Raleigh so far, but we'll be lined up to go to Chicago here next. Yeah, we which, got a week um, break, we got a week off, and then back yeah. to another two nighter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's weird this year because all the two nighters are like out of order. West Palm Beach, our first two-nighter? Huh? What the heck? We, that never really happens. We're going to get yep. Chicago shows next. It's like, wait, huh? So here's Saratoga now. already. Yeah. Saratoga's at the end of it. Gorge is going to happen before Saratoga? You're like, what in the world They've is going on? They've been sneaking Saratoga in earlier and earlier, it seems. Oh, you know. It and was now, like, yeah. now it's getting, yeah, that's so now weird. It's all, now it's all the way yeah. in the middle or late, so I don't know if that's gonna influence, how that's going to influence things. It's kind of fun to, to mix it up because normally it was like the same kind of progression and building off, so... Um, Chicago, um, the next next two day up, and then Deer Creek right after it. Um, I will be at both and hope to see anybody that's out there. We will awesome. hopefully be will hopefully be tailgating right outside the venue, same places that we have for Northerly in the past. A little grass field right along the water as you're walking in right in front of the Do main gate. You need that flagpole, Joe. I think I still have a flagpole. Oh uh, no! You, you know what I lost that you did help me with is we. I, I had a flagpole, and for those that don't know, we're tailgating. Like you got this flagpole, and it's got a base that you put under your tire, of your car that holds oh, yeah, the flagpole yeah. up. The foot. And, the foot, and um, the, you know, the last thing you want to do when you take your tailgate stuff down is have to get in your car and move your car to get the base out, um, because you're just trying to get in the show and oh, you don't no. want to get in the car. And so um, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get it after the show, and <sighs> um. I got the show, high the show, whatever, dark, whatever else. Get in the car, drive away. The base was still the base was still there, and I realized the next morning I forgot to grab the base. I actually the base went back between the base between. I actually went back to the venue. I went back the next day. This is Brist- this is Bristol, by the way. Empty parking lot. I'm driving around this empty parking oh lot, goodness. trying to see if the base is still there. I'm actually going over by dumpsters to see if like they cleaned up the parking lot. They th- they put it next to a dumpster. I even walk into the venue. There's like the doors. And are, anybody like, sees Joe, he's they're definitely assuming he's looking for a set list from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Climbing through dumpsters. 
<laughs> is Dave still here? Is he still here? Um, I want to get his, uh, his his gum wrapper. Can I get his gum wrapper? Um, so I even went in the venue and I was like, hey, anybody, any chance like somebody turned in this bass? I mean, I could go buy another one. I don't know why I was so passionate at the time to try and to find Me neither, but I no, yeah. totally on brand for you, which is the best. It's probably because I was going to a show the next night or something. I was like, I need my flag for the next night. I don't know, that's, that's... but um, but what you, you did? Maybe some bungees you could lash it to somebody's something or whatever. Yeah, just I'd ruin my car. Just like just take the, uh, duct tape into it. But what also you did is you you sent me the base to your flag, um, and so mm. now um, I have a new base that that's I've been right. carrying around. That it, that that is the one that you gave me. So ha- your your flagpole uh, base makes it around with me. Awesome! I'm I'm yeah. honored. I'm yeah. honored. So it'll yeah. be it'll be it'll be rocking at the uh, the Chicago shows for Northerly um, this coming weekend, and love to see anybody that's out there. Um, we'll be out there along with DMB Tattoo with Kurt. Um, there we and, go. Come and join. Yep. Nice. Uh, so um, I was really excited to see that the Setless game is getting a ton of traffic this year, mm-hmm. and I figured maybe it would be the opposite that it would just kind of have to be forgotten about by some and just not really. But I think we're, we have as many players this year as we ever have or, or something. And I want to put a, a mea culpa out. Apparently, night one went off without a hitch. Night two comes out, and it turns out there's a bug in the DMB Hub app. Now, you can make the picks. The, 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 the game started on the website. You can still keep playing it there. But one of the early features of DMB Hub for, for iPhone is you can make the picks in the app. And that might have been one of the harder stuff, the things that I programmed in there, right? So it, it, it was a really exciting feature. Uh, and people are saying Especially that it was crashing. Can, well, an exciting feature because I love that you can watch your picks as you're going through the show. As the show is happening, you can yeah. like see the show coming in and how you're getting points, like a live scoreboard um, of yeah. your picks, which I think is that awesome. That was fun. That yeah. was fun. Um, so... Yeah, so if you make try to make your picks, it would crash. And we're talking like hours before the show. So I'm scrambling. I'm debugging the app. Now, here's the thing. If it's server-side, then it's fixable instantly. If it's app-side, that's fixable with an update to the app, submit it to the App Store, wait for Apple to approve it, and then have it get... And, and then everybody's phone's downloaded and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I had a fix within an hour. I just rolled up the app and I and it was on like a Saturday, so I'm like, Apple's get Apple get to this on Monday at best. Like, yeah. nope. Within two hours, they had it in review, approved, posted to the App Store, and some people got lucky enough to be able to download the update and make their picks under the deadline for show for set picks that night, which was awesome. From the app, from the app, yeah. Yes. So thank you, Apple, on that. Um, but uh, they, you know, I we tried to get the word out like on Twitter, I think, where we said, you know, you can still make the picks through the website. It might not be as easy on the phone, you know, mm-hmm. if you're at the show or. But we still had, there wasn't a lot of noise made there where there is an alternative way to do it, but I'm mm-hmm. glad we got that fixed. But yeah. um, some interesting, we're seeing some new names up the top right now yeah. currently. Um, after six shows, 41 Pigs is uh, to overall leader with 161 points. That's good for 26.8 a show. He's gotten 56 total picks. Here's the number that makes your eyes pop. Spotted wow. 15. That's 15. So we spot in, you know, over almost three songs a show, which is big for points, right? Yep. Only hit one opener and no closer. So, I mean, those spots make a big difference. Sponsor. Conversely, rounding out the top 10, rounding, I'm smiling right now. <laughs> rounding out the top 10, the heartbreak kid himself, Tony B. Heart, heartbreak, Tony. Tony B, my fellow uh, Jets fan and friend, uh, he started off, let me tell you, 
rags to riches kind of story here. He was in the twos, the three hundreds. And I texted him and I said, listen, this has been a really bad year. You, I need you to be good. I need you to, to, to give me hope and be, and be good at this. Lift yeah. me up. And he said, you know, hey, early in the tour, set list is still getting my feel, this and that. And since then, I've watched him climb that. He's coming around that, that post like Secretariat. He's now 10. He's yeah. at 142 points. He's 19 behind, Jeez. 60 picks, six Ugh. spots in an opener. But he Tony did, B, did. man, I, the you last be proud. Two... The last two tours, I feel like he did. I, I kind of agree with him. He, I feel like we were kind of like doubting him early on, and he plays the long game. I love this that you had like a press conference with him, uh, and, and he was like, <laughs> he was like giving you the sports talk. He was like, "Listen, all right, we, we're focused on the next game. We're just thinking about tomorrow." Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it's impressive watching it, and and maybe he likes to just do a little charity where he spots some people a, a show or two. He's like, you know, I'm going to take the first couple off. I mean, he picked some, but. I think mm -hmm. he just throws out, see what sticks. He, don't worry, I'll be there, kind of thing. Yeah, I was that's watching. I, this is the first year I watched the Tour de France. I know that's yeah. weird, but I mean, I like cycling a lot, and mm -hmm. um, I look at it. I'm like, why don't they just pedal faster? Why don't they just go faster? And it, but but there's a, you know, oh, yeah. they have winners who don't win a single stage of the tour, 21 stages, but yet they win the overall. So if Tony's mm -hmm. playing that long game. He's kind of hang was hanging back with the peloton, and now he's making his attack moves. You just made me think of like something would be cool to see in our leaderboard here is, uh, is that like who had stage wins, who had show wins, like how many show wins did each uh, did, did, did the top ten have? You know, um, I mean, I think yeah. you're right. It'll be they'll maybe it'll be zero. Um, Put it on your but... list, Joe. Just like search, <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get to that eventually. <laughs> oh, oh, geez, this is, I'm never gonna yeah, hear the maybe. end of this. And and you're yeah. gonna make sure you're gonna make sure you're gonna lock it in so that I you for sure I will never be able to end that story, but. Shout out to Tony B. And to the others, um, you remember this little thing that we do when we do the setlist game? We would say, plus, plus. I was hoping you do that. I'm happy oh, to yeah. hear that your voice finally dropped since the last oh. time you did it. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you for being thank you for being a uh, plus member, um, Tony. And to the others out there, it's very much appreciated to running. For sure. Running these servers in a colo, um, you know, that's, yeah. it helps us. It helps us do that. Pay for those bills. Um, yeah. it, it, like anybody thinks this, is, this site is not a at all a money maker. It does not make mm -hmm. money. Um, so uh, it's it's thanks to fans like you that help us pay for the hosting services in a colo um, to have this running. So thank you. Absolutely. In fact, in fact, uh, I, while I had um, advertisements in the DMB Hub app from the yeah. start, just on yeah. like like the a few pages on the on the Hub list and all that. Um, a, a release I put out earlier this year, I re removed them. Yeah, so uh, it, doesn't, them. it doesn't make any. It, like I think I don't want to misspeak, but it doesn't. It was like not. It's, we don't make money from those things. It was pretty centers. inconsequential, right? It didn't. Right. It didn't bring in a lot, but it, and because and so it was to the point where, even if it did bring in a significant amount, uh, I just, I just uh, with Apple wasn't pushing the privacy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And seeing what all of these trackers and Facebook and Google and what they all do, yeah. I just no enough enough of the spying. Yeah. And I want to be able to have our our app listing say this app collects no data, doesn't oh, track nice. users, nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. outside of the data that you yourself provide to the site, like this is the show I went to, but right. we know nothing and care to know nothing about any of that. So yep. that was as part of that too. And I'm I'm happy that's and proud awesome. to say we've yanked them all out of there. That, so that's yeah, that's cool. awesome. So thank you to all, thank you to those that uh, yes. uh, help uh, thank support you. this site. Uh, um, uh, yeah, that just to wrap game the is tour exciting. stuff up, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
late ads of um, a Columbus show and a couple Madison Square Garden shows mid-November mm. as well, which is big deal. I mean, that's it might not be Charlottesville big deal, but that's pretty big deal. The MSG shows. Right. Um, which, by the way, yeah, this is the DMB's 30th year. Um, and, you know, will we get a Charlottesville show? I don't know. Um, they haven't they don't normally sell them out because all the DMB fans are kind of a little bit snobby and don't like to sit in the uppers, um, especially people that are traveling to Charlottesville to see the band that are like hardcores. They probably don't want to travel all the way up to Charlottesville and sit in the uppers. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, Madison Square Garden, man, if there's always a sellout, always a hard ticket. People will be happy to sit in the uppers at Madison Square Garden. So I don't know is 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 Madison Square Garden going to be the end of the quote unquote mm. summer tour in November? Such a weird place. November summer tour. Will that be the last shows of the year? Will that be the end of this this tour? Um, is that going to be kind of like a, a DMB thirty kind of the closest thing that we have mm. to it? Uh, I mean, I, I'm very interested to see. How, they got announced late, and I don't know. My only guess for announced late, and maybe somebody knows something better than I do, but they're indoor venues, right? Both um, both Columbus and Madison Square Garden, indoor venues, and maybe they wanted to kind of see how things were going um, before announcing indoor venues because they announced this tour, you know, a, little, a while before everything was fully open. Um, and at that point, I don't think anybody was really feeling confident about right. indoor, sh- indoor shows. But now I think maybe at this point, feeling a little bit good confident about indoor shows. Um, but is that, you know, is that going to be it? Is that going to, is that going to be the end of the tour? And, and I hope we can still have indoor to- uh, tours at that point or indoor shows at that point. Um, again, can't take well, anything. It wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't mention that it should have been the last show of the tour in 2002. Mm. Wait, way it wouldn't remind <laughs> me. Remind that me. was a James Brown Sex Machine MSG. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Night yeah. two. Yeah. And then they had one more at MCI Center. In, oh, yeah. It was like, DC, how are you not? I, yeah. After, after Sex Machine, I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Last show of the tour, I got to get down there. And I went down there. And I think I, I think the band was more excited to leave there that night than I was to get down there <laughs> in the first place. It was, we ran out of that venue, and we still got beat by the bus. <laughs> I remember this now. Yes. Oh, oh how could you forget? Yeah. I, I mentioned it about every episode. I know. I remember it now. <laughs> yeah. Please do not do that. At something after MSG. Um, but uh, yeah. But you know what's funny is I look at the set list and objectively, objectively, uh-huh. it's it's a great show. It, Don't drink the water, pig. Captain Grace is gone as the opener. Oh wow! Poor me. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you got a loving wings. Where are you going in there? Uh, Jimmy was there, but that was before Jimmy was the current monster. And then Christmas song and and two step in the encore. It just uh, I you just expected them to somehow try to top the whole James Brown thing at MSG, and it was never a goal, right? Mm-hmm. So you you again expectations set right way too Keep high, them low. Keep way them low. too high. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna try to do that for MSG, but um, you know I'm pretty. Oh, I'm going to uh, pump you up. Say. I'm going to uh, make thanks. sure that you're inflated on that one. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I am planning to, planning to be there for uh, for the, those shows, too. I think they could be great. And then um, you go on, the other George? thing. You know exactly what you're doing by asking that question. You know exactly what you're doing. You have if you can't people can't see. I can see Matt right now, and he has the devilish smile. He's a little smile on right now. You, you know why do you ask that question? Right now, no. I think, I think inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, right now, I'm not set to. You know, right now, I'm not set to go to the gorge. But I'm feeling some pressure Me neither. coming. Oh, you're you're not set either. Yeah. Me neither. You're not going to the gorge. No. Nope, mm. not yet. Right, well, well now, as of right it. now, 
check in with me check in with me again later we'll see we'll see we'll five see weeks happens. away too joe oh wow i didn't really think yeah. about it. that really it is sinks august in. now right yeah wow um yeah man that, that just that just hit me i don't know why that I know. was like a, that was like a brick wall right there um yeah We'll see. We'll see. We got. I'm gonna got. We got Chicago. Got Indianapolis. Got Pittsburgh here coming up. Um, well, we got got some things to think about. So I want to talk about kind of one other major thing. If if you'll indulge me, Joe. Um, yeah. Would you call this podcast episode? Would you consider it a liberation for the Ants podcast? <laughs> I like your question. Um, I would say I would. I would. It feels like it, but like there really wasn't a lot to do uh, to to be t- potting about during the last year. So it's right. like, you know, should I really feel like, oh wow, we really brought back the podcast that hadn't been done? It's like, well, no, there wasn't wasn't a lot. So I I would say, I would say you have to take into effect that um, it was a COVID year, and I would say no. You know, it feels yeah. like it. It's probably a little yeah. bit of a false feel that it's. What well, what is your thoughts? Well, I I, I say. Uh, you know, tongue in cheek, it would have to be, but based on how I would judge how to count it, I would say no. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, I would say for me, Joe, and it might be different for you. The podcast is certainly um, an artistic outlet for me. Like I, I uh, it's, it cannot be a chore. It cannot be something that I do because we have to do it. If I'm not enjoying it or enjoying the thought or planning of it, it's just not something it's like make a painter paint a beautiful thing and he's not in the mood to paint. It it feels like Can't do that. that. Can't do that. Yeah. And I and I'm not an art I don't consider myself an art, artistically inclined. I mean my when I create something in the app that I program and it's clever for the website, I like that's my artistic expression. It's it's mm-hmm. that's how I'm creative. Um and so performance arts and podcasting and all of this is it's definitely something that I need to really want to do and love to do it. So again, right. Last two years, not a whole hell of a lot going on. Um, not a lot of energy and excitement to let's get out there and talk about this. Cause there was no real this. Right. Um, so hopefully, like... hopefully we got the engine started again here and we well, can, did you, here's the, here's the question. Did you get a, did you get goosebumps by talking to me on the podcast? That's that if you until you get goosebumps, I got goosebumps, goosebumps as soon as you turned on your camera. Oh, that, that's yeah. what, that's when it happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but about, about liberations, um, it's been kind of this, uh, topic in the community and, um, we will be adding that to the tour central on ants, um, very soon. And, uh, up came the, the, debate between Joe and I, and how do you define, what do you define and what, what creates a liberation? And, um, I think the current way it's counted generally in the community is by number of days since a song has last been played. And that's fine. I mean, Joe were talking, Joe and I were talking, the human, the human mind thinks of things in time, right? You get a Mm -hmm. sense of, well, when was the last time I saw Joe? It was January, 2020. It wasn't well, 36 DMB shows ago. You don't, right. that's not the, the metric Brain. you quantify. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, um, so from a feeling standpoint, I think days make sense. But statistically speaking, I think, I think, and I think Joe may agree with me here, I think um, number of shows since is probably, and I think the COVID pandemic probably exacerbates that yeah. point even more. It's, uh, you know, what I think something like uh, the 2000, the, the Vegas shows were like 10 shows ago, 
something like that, um, 10 full band shows ago. So, but it was, you know, 18 months ago. So, you know, is that really a liberation of something's played because it hasn't been played in 18 months, but it was only right. 10 shows. They, there was no opportunity to play those. So right. that's, that's how I feel. It's just, yeah. I agree. I mean, it, it, I think yeah, we, that COVID's really kind of made a thing about it. It's like let's let's really give something. Let's not falsely give excitement about something. You know, when it just because the you know we, they didn't play for a year, right? Yeah. Uh, and we understand be, both ways of looking at it, right? And that's, yeah, they, yeah. they both have value. Um, we even use an example. Let's say the band like pulled a fish and took a two or three year hiatus. Does mm-hmm. that mean every? song that played is now a liberation on that very right. first show when they come back and the answer is no i don't think so um, it's gonna it's gonna feel special that the band's back but like sure if we're really gonna quantify you know and, and try to try to call out like this one song is different than another song that gets played in a set list if you're just gonna label everything in the show a liberation then it devalues some of the songs that came back longer and some of them that they had played more recently and i think you got we gotta you know take into account now with the covid year of a break um yep. and the potential that you know there could be periods where this band takes extended breaks and comes back for reunion shows or something we it can't have everything just be a liberation. Um, it devalues yep. what what you know the special songs that do come back. So yep. we got, I think um, I think that's that makes sense on, on using the shows um, that had opportunity yep. to be played. How many shows between as a as a as a true test of a song that hasn't been played in a while. And we've added some stubs, even though they're not live in the app yet, and they will be. But if you look at your stubs and you see the grayed out ones at the bottom that say coming soon. There's a little bit of a hint at what might be coming to in, in terms of uh, earning stubs based on any liberations you may have seen at shows. Yes, we'll be able to identify any libs that you've seen mm-hmm. at shows you've been at, which is, I think, kind of unique and pretty cool, too. So yep. um, we've got that coming. That'll require some shuffling of the of the Tour Central pages, a couple of them, to clean it up and make it, make it more legible. Um, so we're working on that. We've also, I teased you about it, Joe. But we're gonna we're gonna release it here in beta. We, I wrote it and was mostly done like two years ago and haven't really done it. Did but share it, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have an advanced search engine for mm-hmm. for the site, so you can search on one or multiple songs. You can indicate whether that song you want to make sure search for that song when it was an opener, a closer, in the encore, an encore closer or set closer. And then you can also say, you know, these X number of songs uh, consecutive, one where they played consecutively by a date range with this guest. Um, is it downloadable on DMB Hub? Is it, or I mean on the site, is it streamable on DMB Hub? Is it a show you were at? Um, so you can search basically, you know, a whole number of things. And then when you create that search, you get a natural language string that tells you this is what I'm searching for based on the query. And then you can actually save that to your your um, tour stats profile on the site, and then recall it or share that link with other people and say, "Look, this is you know these are the shows that Butch Taylor guested on that anyone's seen the bridge so much to say too much you know in that you know in this order are played in the year twenty two thousand two something like that." Yep. yep. Um, and so that's, I think it's exciting. I, I think it's going to give people, yeah, the, the, cert, the saving of that search and then the sharing of it, I think is going to be pretty powerful too. 
Um, right. If I want to like say like, hey, here's all the shows that I've personally seen that had seek up opener. I can say seek up opener yes. and shows I've been to get that result and be able to share it or or whatever else. Yep. It's like, um, you know, how many times did they do? Did the band do? Um, you know, proudest monkey satellite, right? And so you say proudest monkey followed by satellite and get that search result of all of the shows of those two oh, things. Oh, you can do and, venues too. So how many times they've done that at Red Rocks? Yeah, there you go. And so all the different kind of things that you might see, hey, pop up on a tour, you know, and you're like, oh, wow, did they, did they ever do these two songs back to back? Or they ever, you know, um, have I ever seen this open or anything else? You can search all those things. Um, oh, you can I do slot it, you know, numbers too. How many times, wow, the, you never know in the two slot how many times they've done that. Right, that you can do that also. You, uh, how many times have they done Gray Street in slot three? Oh man, I wasn't ready for you, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just, try I, it you know, now. I'm very, I'm just curious. Um, if just, uh, just if Gray Street, Gray Street in slot three. Yeah, just because, yeah, because we got Gray Street in slot three in the opener, and that was the third verse that just kind of made me think like it's a 49 weird spot. times. Okay, so it's happened a good amount of times, but boom, just like that. Just, Just like that, like that you very last to, time was uh, yeah, was I the twenty third here was at Raleigh, and yep. the time before that Dave did it um, in twenty nineteen at one of those Dave solo shows in uh, Ooh, Tennessee at Bramble yeah. Hall, yeah. and then Dave and Tim did it in uh, June of that year, just a, a month prior at uh, uh, Canadago. How do you what's the pack called? Is it uh, FL Pack? CMAC. CMAC. CMAC now. It used yeah. to be Finger Lakes Performing Arts Center, right? Uh, 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 I think they were right. Yes, I think you're right. Yep. And then Dave and – wow. Okay, let me go back. It was Dave and Tim, Dave and Tim, Dave and Tim, Dave Matthews, and then DMB. The last time a DMB show, Gracie, was played in the three-hole was September 2012, Joe. So okay. you're you're right in feeling that, hey, it's been – you know, that's kind of a rare thing. Yeah. What was the, What show was that? That was uh, Chula Vista. Okay. They did yeah, it twice it. that summer. They did it at at Wanta, at Jones Beach and at uh, Chula Vista in three hole two. Oh, so they they got the two they got the two uh, two two sides. Anyways, I mean that's just the power of the advanced search yeah. to be able to to do that, which I think is just cool, like a well, uh, awesome way to you know, venues and, and and slots and consecutive songs um, or just even I think even one of them's just songs in a show, but they don't have to be consecutive, right? You can that's just say, correct. hey, if you don't it, specify that, you don't check that box and don't put slots. It's they just have to show up, and then you you hover over that little set list icon, and the songs that you've searched for actually go bold. So you can see where it found you it. actually don't have to click into each of the shows you can you just do not. you put your mouse over and see see kind of look right. at the sets and see them so yeah you right. can say well, has there ever been a show where my th top four favorite songs ever appeared you know you, you put your list there of four you songs and you can mm -hmm. see you can see what it is so yeah i love the advanced search man how we've been like you said i we've been talking about that since like day one and that was one of the things that was on joe's to-do list and uh <laughs> i think Matt, i got this uh, one day so i'm gonna yeah. do it you're so mad. It is like because you wanted to do, you wanted to search probably something, and you're like, Joe, where does that stand? Why hasn't that been done yet? And I had every excuse in the book. Um, and um, here we go. Mac gets 100 percent of the credit. Uh, no, it's all right. Writes it up. Writes it up probably during his um, during a bathroom break. And uh, no, and it, puts it, up. it that's the downside. Is once I get really. I get mentally tired when I start to think of and start to program and then I find a bug and I hit it and it's annoying. And this is, yeah. this has been a lot of conditional cases where I had to make sure it was secure and all of this. So hopefully it works well. Um, again, it's, we're going to put it out in beta form, so it, sh it should be good, but I just, it'll, it'll allow you to analyze. I, I think, and I think I mentioned this on our call too, Joe is, is where there's a lot of ways to enjoy this band. 
And I think you can go to a ton of shows and love that. And then I also love the the, the analytics, the statistics. I think the band has now played 3,000-something. I mean, there's so many shows. There's so much data to be gleaned from that and trends. And all of this make me excited and, and mm. say, hey, you know, let's how do we, how do we make the Dave Matthews Band fan the most spoiled fan out there of anybody yeah. and leverage the power of things that like the internet and the things that um, servers can do in, in programming. And that's another hobby and love of mine. So I can combine those. And, and I think we've done a lot of cool stuff over the last 20 years of ansmartian.org. Oh the 20 year gosh. anniversary 20 of, years. I think my user ID registered oh. in December of 20 or no, December of 2000. Yeah. And then 01 uh, is no, when it when 2001. It 2001. Okay. And then it launched 20, so 2000, January, January 20, 2002. 2002. So next year is the 20th anniversary of Ant. I mean, How many websites? Yeah. How many yeah. websites? 20 years. Oof. I mean, again, feeling old, but man, I could, I feel I, that feels like yesterday. Um, Dude, we, you know. we outlasted Excite and Lycos in GeoCities. <laughs> we, we outlasted all of those. Behemoth. MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. In your Look face. At yeah, in your face, MySpace. <laughs> Ants needs to be as on people's tongues as much as MySpace is. Yeah, um, that's 20 years. That's impressive. And just yeah. the versions it's gone through. And yeah, using yep. data. That's, I mean, it, that's what makes DNB special. Like, and not us seem crazy. When you go to a whole bunch of shows, it's because of this, about the uniqueness of the shows. And how do the we variety. just... You know, yep. Yeah, variety. How do we? How do we? How do we keep that variety going with uh, with data and with with community and and everything here? So, um, wow, twenty years, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, the site's about to get well, ready to get its uh, get uh, be able to start drinking itself. Uh, that's 21. true. Very soon. Very soon. Maybe we'll do like a live podcast party. The kind of just me and you, of course, remotely, but to yeah. celebrate the to celebrate 21. the um. <laughs> The anniversary, yeah, yeah, but um, definitely. I mean, the, the search is going to be difficult to work into um, the app. That is kind of a, that's kind of on the horizon. I think it's about time, and I planned it and started it in little bits and pieces, then had to hold off and fix the old version. But the DMB Hub 2.0, um, it's in the back of my mind. It's one of those things that, again, with programming, I have to be careful because I get so tunnel vision focused, and it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to program that, I can consider that day gone. We've had a lot of nice weather here lately, so I haven't been really too those. eager to sit down. Right, but uh, once the fall rolls around and the rain comes back here, uh, I'll be I'll probably start typing away on that. But yeah, Joe, this has been awesome, and I can't believe we're not we're still under an hour twenty. That's not bad. I mean, we've done longer. Not bad. And uh, I mean, we just we just catched up on freaking eighteen months. So um, yeah, and, and and new album, new songs, new shows, new site updates. Um, you know, just checking in with each other. So it's uh, it's been good. I I have um one more shout out, which uh, because I'm saying it at the end uh, should not be discredited. Probably even should have done the shout out at the very start. Just want to say thank you to the tapers that are out there. Yeah. We're so grateful that there's still tapers out there recording shows. There's some new names out there now, even so. It's awesome that some new people have picked up the hobby of taping. Uh, all of us, um, you know, that can't make it to shows or su or even want to relive those experiences are indebted to the tapers. If you can, buy a taper a beer if they want it, a hot dog, a pizza, or ask them if they need anything. Um, they're spending their, they're changing their whole day around, um, uh, to, to make sure that they can tape the show for us. And it's a hobby for them, but, um, we get to have, get to reap their benefits. And so, um, thank a, ta thank a taper 
hug a taper, whatever you want. Uh, I couldn't have put that better, gear. Joe. And, and like you say, it's a hobby, but it's a hobby that requires expensive gear if you're going to put it's not just holding your phone up you know mm -hmm. although that's got although that's gotten a heck of a lot more quality right but yeah. um but these these guys are putting thousands of dollars into the rigs and buying yes. you know commercial professional level gear to get to capture these recordings in the, the best possible fidelity and doing a heck of a job yeah. and you know that that's a community that has been pretty selfless for the better part of three decades uh, yeah. And I think you know that's that's really unique. I think still in in modern, I mean they could say no and stop doing it at any time, and they could have, yep. you know, and they and they have they've allowed you know they've allowed the community to keep doing it. And the tapers have really stepped up to the plate. Like you said, it's fun to see the new names too. You you know the old guard and this and that, and then you see these, and then you get used to them, and it's it's just cool and we're just really well appreciated, and we just want to make sure that they're always feeling the love. Yes, thank you tapers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome, Joe. I am so pleased that we got this going. This was this was awesome. Thank you for, yeah. thank you for taking if, the time if I, today. If, if I if I hug my microphone, do you feel it? Let me, let me see. Let me give you a hug. I just got that here. warm, that warm hug. There, I'm hot. You can feel my breath on, on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we were still recording. That's staying in there. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a great hug. That was a hug across the country. Um, well overdue. Um, love love potting with you here. Awesome, buddy. Love you. Love you. This is great fun. Thanks everybody for for staying with us and listening to yet another episode of the Ants Podcast. We will be back. Have a good one, y'all. Have a safe tour. Well, there's a stranger sits outside the door. Says take what you can from your dreams. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. Kicking out.